this is Jennifer Regular, and welcome back for another episode of Wise Women Wednesdays. I'm so excited that today we have Dani Ferreira from Rio de Janeiro talking about the collateral effects of success. Dani is an uncompromising life coach, a life purpose specialist from the University of Michigan. She's also an entrepreneur, speaker, and author of The Collateral Effect of Success. Dani is devoted to empowering businessmen to overcome this collateral effect of success by shifting old paradigms so that they can stop running on autopilot and accomplish a profound sense of well-being while have even more capacity for performance without getting burned out. So Dani, welcome. It is so wonderful to have you here today. Thank you so much, Jennifer. I'm so glad that you invited me. It's such a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you. So tell us, what is the collateral effect of success? I love that topic. So um, when we reach to a point where we see that we accomplished everything that we wanted, and let me tell you just on side note that the reason why I love talking about that because that's exactly what happened to me when I, I turned my 30, 33, 34, something like that. Because I usually say that it was an early mid, middle age crisis because it happened early. And uh, I saw myself uh, just having accomplished everything that I wanted an amazing marriage, uh, just that amazing job. Since I was a child, I have always dreamed about getting married, having that job and traveling around the world and just feel like, yeah, now I am successful having my own home. And I'm not exaggerating since I remember learning how to talk. I would tell my mom, mom, I want to travel. I want to get married. I want to have my own home, my own house. And I don't know why it was something that was born with me. It was so strong. And uh, when I reached everything that I have dreamed about, have always dreamed about. I just felt that I, I wasn't happy. I wasn't feeling that happiness that I was expecting. And that brings a huge frustration because you start, you start to feel that there is something wrong with you because yeah, how, uh, how that is possible, you know, how come? And uh, by having that disappointment, by feeling that frustration, I started a process of trying to understand what was going on. And fortunately, I was a huge enthusiast, enthusiastic. I was enthusiastic about studying. Uh, I told you about spiritism. It's basically, it's a tripod. It's about a religion. It's a religion. It's a philosophy. And it's 
a way to improve your life. So it's a science as well. It's the third uh, part of the tripod. Philosophy, science, and religion. And by just uniting those three parts, we have a better life. So it was something that I was studying and uh, I just started to dive deep myself. And uh, when I understood what was going on, which was, I wasn't living my purpose. I was focusing only on my success. And when you do that, you, you are not uh, expressing yourself. You are not living at your fullest. And when you are not doing that, you don't feel like uh, there was an expression that I learned recently. It was about being a function human being. You are, you are not, you don't feel like a function human being when you don't feel like you are living and expressing to your fullest. When you don't have that fulfillment in your life, you feel like it's, I was studying that definition, the definition of the word fulfillment. And at the end, it alludes to completude. And when you think about having a complete life, it's not just about success. It's not just about being beautiful. It's not just about having an amazing marriage. It's not just about having whatever you have always dreamed about. It's about having every single aspect of your life great. And the most important aspect, your emotional aspect just up and fulfilled as well, you know? And that's exactly what I have been uh, passionate, in a passionate way, uh, trying to try, you know, managing or explain to people, which is my main idea is every single time that you are super focused, exactly the way I explained to you, you are focused, on building an amazing, uh, let me put it that way, business. I want to be a successful business person. And when you manage to accomplish that objective, if you are just focused almost exclusively on that, you will feel a just huge frustration. Exactly the same happened to me because when you do that, you generally uh, abandon or you are negligent to a certain extent to another with another areas of your life, you know? And uh, the consequences of that are pretty detrimental. And uh, yeah, I don't know if you want to, to uh, pause, if you want me to stop a little bit too, if you want to ask 
a question or something like well, that. Well, I think it's fascinating that spiritism became your guiding light on your path to more fulfillment. And you really came to learn through that what your definition of success really was, how that really felt. Because without that emotion, you can have all of the things, you know, all of the things on your list checked off. But unless you feel happy and joyful and fulfilled, then it really doesn't carry much meaning and purpose then. And like you say, it can feel frustrating because like, well, I have all of these things, but why am I not happy? Right. And I know um, through your work, too, that you talk about, are you playing the right game? So, and that's kind of a mindset that some people have, right? Can you share more about that too? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That idea, it alludes to what I was sharing with you. It's about that story that we are really taught since we were kids. It's about you are gonna be happy when you, uh, get married to the amazing girl or boy when you get that fantastic job, when you uh, send your children to the right, to the best university, when you get retired and join your life. And uh, the point is, life is so much greater than that. And people just get uh, lost, I don't know, get lost, but people are not aware in general, the objective, the reason why we are here, why it's, it's something that it seems a little bit abstract, it is, but it's important to, to learn the rules of that game so that we can play in a better way, because usually when we are playing any game, if we have the rules of the game beforehand, there will be greater chances to be successful. And I'm talking about fulfillment. When I uh, alluded to success, it's about having a, a fulfilling result, you know? It's about knowing why we are here. We are not here just to enjoy life. We are here basically to learn, to evolve, to progress, and to learn how to love more. Just in summary, that's why we are here. And uh, if we uh, get, if you lose that idea, we kind of lose our north because our purpose, our life purpose is our north. And, our decisions are based on that. And we don't have a, a good north. Let me give you an example and you are gonna uh, understand better what I'm telling you. For example, mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to purpose, it's important that you have a good purpose. And I don't like using good or bad, but a purpose when it comes to contributing to the humanity, let me give you, it's a better, the best definition that I have ever seen about a good purpose. But terror, terrorism, for example, they are extremely uh, passionate about terrorism and they kill in the name of 
a huge purpose. However, it's not something that is good for humanity. They just kind of twist many ideas, but that's not the focus of our conversation here, but it's a good example of not, have, not having a good purpose, you know? It's important that we have a good North because just being successful is not a good North, you know? It's important that we understand by being aware, the reason why we are here, we start to plan and we start to design a different purpose, a different life and having more objectives. And the most important idea that I learned from the spiritism is exactly the idea of if you don't um, do good, if you are not a good person, if you are not actively, actively worried about helping people and doing, not just worried. And if you don't do anything about that, if you are someone who just lives just in order to have well-being and happiness just for yourself, that causes a huge frustration because that doesn't bring happiness. And that's the most important aspect that just uh, make that ring bell when I was trying to understand what was going on. I was mm. out of service, you know? Yeah, I, I was a volunteer, but it was not enough. I had to do more and I was assimilating so much. I learned so much studying and something that came to my mind is what am I gonna do with that knowledge that I have been accumulating? You know, it's mm -hmm. there. And now it's time to, to do something about that. And uh, I think I mentioned uh, something really interesting that I read in a book. It's the, the book is called, I think it's Two Mountains, if I am not mistaken, Two Mountains. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's about the fact that the first half, our life has two two parts, two main parts, let me put it that way. The first one is about suffering. It's about accumulating knowledge, pieces of information. It's about observing as much as possible. And uh, when you are, when you start to get mature and getting rid of what doesn't serve doesn't serve you to a certain extent when you start to getting maturity and when you start to understand your purpose when you start to having and accomplishing that fulfillment the second part of your journey starts which is the return by giving and by returning every, everything that you have been earning in the first stage of your life, you know? And that's something, when I read that just, yeah, it makes totally sense because to me, that's my purpose. But when it comes to purpose, 
it's about in general it's about as i told you it's about living to your fullest and expressing to your fullest and there are many ways and there are many um ways that i think it's a good word to uh figure out your purpose but it's about the the main idea that i'd like to to talk about is about thinking what really matters to you, what is really important in life and to yourself. Is it to be a, a good mother, a good father, it's a good start, a good professional is a good start as well. But what you are gonna do with your greatest gifts in the service, to the service, uh, and why don't you offer those gifts in service to others, you know? And that's something really important to, to assimilate and incorporate. That's the first idea that I'd like to, to bring up. It's about life purpose, definitely. Absolutely, absolutely. And you shared so much wisdom there and really being able to tap into our gifts to embody that and then share that in service to humanity. And if it's something that truly matters to us, then you get to feel rewarded through fulfillment of that goal. And is there any kind of tools that you like to use Danny, to help people on that path of finding their purpose and being able to live it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I talked about purpose and I'd like to, to share something that I, I learned that, let me tell you, is going to be the, the second most important. The first is about purpose and the second important idea is, is about the fact that being happy being fulfilled is not just uh, something that is silly because people sometimes uh, face happiness as something silly. It's something something like, yeah, it's uh, some it's um, an idea that is a silly idea that is present in self-help books. And period, it's not about that, because if you are not um, happy, if you are not aware of your pur purpose, if you are frustrated, if you are not balanced, if you don't, uh, if you don't feel uh, just comfortable to be vulnerable and authentic you cannot live properly let me give you an example if you uh, something that is really important in our lives and there is an amazing um research it was um led by harvard university and it took eight years eight years and the conclusion, and let me just summarize. They got um, just boys in the, it was in the last century and they started in 1935 or something like that. 
and uh, half of the boys, they were from the richest part. Actually, they were Harvard study, students, you know, so we can conclude that they were rich and they were extremely smart people. And the other half, they were uh, from the poorest sides of Boston, poorest neighborhoods, neighborhoods of Boston. And they have many social problems, domestic, they suffered from domestic violence and uh, they had so many emotional problems and they wanted to have two pretty different groups in order to see how they would grow and how they would behave when it comes to the the choice that the choice that we uh, we know they would be uh, able to to do in their lives and etc and they were able to see um, some medical data anyway at the end of the research there was no surprise about yeah alcohol is just terrible when it comes to uh, it breaks your life and it's something that's pretty detrimental to your health and uh, when it comes to being uh, obese and etc blah 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 but the greatest surprise and that was so huge to, to me was the worst thing and the worst aspect that killed more. Number one, it was loneliness. Quote, loneliness kills Robert Wadinger. I think that's the way that pronounces his name. He told in the, the research, if you don't have solid relationships, if you are not able to have, if you are not, not, it's not just about building, it's about keeping those relationships pretty solid. Mm. You, you are not just an unhappy person that is extremely detrimental to the, their health, you know? And uh, when you are not someone who are able to handle your emotions, when you are not someone who is balanced, how you are gonna build those relationships in order to keep your life more colorful and amazing, let me put that way. It's something that is completely related. First, how you deal with yourself, with your emotions, with people around you. And uh, when it comes to everything that I told you, that extrapolates to your work, because when you are leading, it's I have to tell you, I have to be radical. It's impossible to be a good leader if you are not empathetic. For example, if you are, if you don't care about the well-being of uh, people that you lead, and uh, that's some, it's 
an example. The other one is about having that confidence to be in a meeting and you have to be confident. You have to deal with your stress and you have to encourage those people that are in front of you waiting for some answers that are not visible yet, but you have to be confident to leave them though, you know? And if you start to just get crazy, get crazy with that and stressed, it's impossible. It's another example. And uh, that shows that if you don't uh, manage to be a really function person, you are not able to live a good life in the whole. And uh, again, fulfillment. Fulfillment relates to having an amazing life in every single aspect, your professional life, your life with your family, with your friends, with yourself. And uh, that also alludes to being authentic because you just build a huge and strong relationship and connection if you manage to be yourself. If you, if you are someone, if you, I am talking to you, and if it's someone, not Danny, someone that I want just to invent in order to uh, talk to people in general, I will not be able to build a genuine and a strong relationship with you because that's not Danny who is interacting. Mm. You know? So if I, if I am not myself, if I am not aware, even if I am not even aware who is Danny, how am I going to build a solid relationship it's not possible you know and uh, uh, when it comes to being authentic that is directly related to um authenticity is directly related to being vulnerable and uh, vulnerable is not about sharing your every single negative aspect that is present inside yourself it's about showing who you really are without worrying about what people are thinking of you. It's the most, uh, I think is the most, the best, the best definition that I have ever seen of being vulnerable. Mm. Uh, and that has many consequences. For example, again, when you are with a group where people think in a completely different way that you think, if you are not super confident about who you are, if you are coming from a needy uh, position and attitude, you sell for approval. And that happens a lot, you know, mainly with men, because men are used to, to change the way they are in order to please their mom and afterwards their wife and afterwards their co-workers and their team as a leader. And that is 
extremely uh, toxic mm. for yourself. You first, you will start to lose from yourself and you reached, you reached to a point where you look at the mirror and you don't know who is the person who is facing you. Mm. And that's, that's crazy. That's, that's pretty bad and so on and so forth. And that's something really important. Happiness is not just a, a silly idea. And when I talk about happiness, when I talk about the fact that I really, um, I am defending and I'm studying about the importance of happiness and fulfillment, People look at me in a silly way. Yeah, but that doesn't sell, you know? People don't give importance to that. Come on, you have to change that idea <laughs> because people don't understand the importance because that is so central when it comes to, uh, to, being, to being function and to being competent and to being balanced. And that's the, the whole or one of the most points that I'd like to bring up, the importance of happiness and fulfillment in life. Mm. And asking, and let me answer your question because I ended up, I ended up not answering your questions. You answered about tools. And one of my favorite tools I mentioned, um, I talked about emotional regulation, and uh, there is there is one that I learned. It's not from Danny. Um, I just remember his name is Mark something. But the the tool is about emotional regulation. Is ruler. I, it's my favorite oh. one. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know. Mm. When it comes to emotional regulation, it's indispensable, it's vital to develop the habit of looking at yourself because we usually look at the external, we look, we search in the external environment mm -hmm. what is lacking and that is not the the place where you are gonna find the answers. It's inside yourself. Mm -hmm. So where the true wisdom lies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it's if you are willing to be more balanced, if you are willing to uh, find your purpose or something like that, is indispensable to look inside yourself and uh, search inside yourself the answers. So they're the ruler tool. And uh, I really love giving examples when I am talking about tools because it, it keeps more concrete to understand. For example, if you come across um, a note, um, an old, uh, not old, but someone that you studied in the college, for example. And uh, when you come across that person, you haven't 
seen that person for ages. And you see that that girl in that case is amazing, is successful. And you are not feeling so beautiful as well. And you start to compare yourself and you start to feel bad about that. And uh, when it comes to using that tool to just examine what is going on is the letter R. It's about recognizing first, yeah, I don't feel comfortable. Yes, recognizing that there is something going on. There is something wrong to a certain extent because you don't feel good, you are unbalanced and you feel disturbed. And it's important to stop when that light just is on because emotions are about that. And pain, the, the function of the pain is, is an alarm, alarm clock. And we have to just listen to that alarm clock so that we can have uh, some attitudes towards that alarm clock, that warning that is sounding. And first, it's about listening, recognizing, yeah, there is something going on. And what is going on? Recognizing that I don't feel happy to see that discrepancy to a certain extent between uh, the way I feel the way I see myself and the way I see that girl, because who, who knows what is really happening in her life, you know, just, just, just herself. And that's the first letter R, recognizing. And the letter U, U is about understanding what, uh, what exactly triggered that, feeling that negative emotion and when you analyze that situation you understand that i feel bad because i compare it to myself to the other person and that comparison make me feel bad made me feel bad about myself it's about really going deeper about what happened in that situation and understand what, as I told you, what triggered that alarm clock. And uh, the letter L is about labeling, label. It's about label, put the name, <laughs> put the name in the emotion that I am feeling or is predominant in that frame. And at the end of the day, it requires courage to admit, yes, I was envy. I was, and what's the problem about telling that to yourself? And what's the problem about feeling that way? Because if you are, if you come from a place where I am learning, I am gonna be a better person, you don't feel shame because we feel shame when just we, we don't have courage to admit many things to ourselves. I'm not talking about admit to your wife or your mother or everything, anything like that. It's about yourself. 
and uh, the letter L, it's about labeling. Label, yeah. What exactly is the predominant feeling in, in that picture? And yeah, I was envy. And that's the, the label. It's about admitting and about, it's about putting the right name so that it gets even more clear what is going on. And um, letter E, it's about expressing. Yeah, I was envy. I was envy because I really felt, I felt threatened <laughs> because I, she was so stunning and I am so just ugly and I felt threatened and expressed that just with all the words and letters and be super uh, aware the idea is uh, bringing awareness so that you can um, have the antidote, the remedy, the medicine when it comes to the situation that disturbs you. Because in the future, you will not have the same behavior and will not uh, be disturbed by that kind of situation again, you know? And that's the, the function of going deep and understanding. Because if you understand that comparison, something that we, we have that habit, we compare our lives, we compare ourselves in a frequent way because Danny and Jennifer, they have completely different journeys, life journeys. And each one of us has a story and that's so pointless. You know, compare ourselves to the other person. And if we are focused on improving, if you are focused on loving more, if you are focused on our purpose, we stop doing that because we understand that each one of us has a story. And uh, yeah, as I told you first, who knows what is happening? And second, life is cyclical. You are happy now, but there is a challenge and uh, you just overcome and, and so on and so forth. And that's why it's so detrimental and so pointless to compare our life to the other people's lives because it's completely different. It's, it, it's unfair to a certain extent. And the letter R, it's about telling that way just, I am regulating, I am regulating and I am learning and that will not happen again. It's about regulating that feeling. It's about avoid that this trigger just happens again, let me put that away. That trigger <laughs> just 
is on again and I get disturbed and get carried away by that uh, feeling of comparing myself. Because at the end, if I understand first that comparing is pointless and second, yeah, I don't feel good about myself. And what can I do to feel better about myself? And when you start to work on that, it's you just reduce a lot the possibility that this kind of feeling just gets you again. And that's my favorite tool. That sounds like a very effective tool to use ruler as kind of a measuring stick that we get caught up in and comparing ourselves to other people, but then as an acronym is such a useful tool for emotional regulation, right? To recognize and to understand and to label it so that we understand it at a deeper level to be able to express that shamelessly right and fearlessly and then be able to regulate it so we don't get caught up in it and get throw us off course and i love the way too that you've been talking about not just about success but also about being human about being authentic about being vulnerable humble being using empathy when you're working with others and how important connected deep connections and those connected relationships are to find happiness and fulfillment and to be able to sustain it and i imagine there's so many more juicy tidbits in your book the collateral effects of success and you've actually offered that free for audience up until the end of january 2022 so i'm going to be offering the link um to that, as well as Danny's website, dannyferreira.com, where you'll find so much more about what she offers and testimonials of people that she's worked with and um, so much more from the book itself. So Danny, you offered us such a wealth of information today. I am so grateful for that. And I can see that you're glowing because you're happy and successful yeah. and fulfilled and and you continue to grow right we continue to evolve as human beings on this beautiful planet and thank you so much for joining us from brazil today <laughs> i love the power of online to be able to do that so any final words for our audience today before we head off um yeah first of all thank you again for that opportunity it was amazing and second of all it's about reinforcing the importance of being aware. We are here to evolve, to progress, and to love more. If we stop progressing, if we stop building relationship, we die inside mm. when it comes to our spirits because we get depressed and our bodies die as well. So it's about really understanding that relationships are essential and it's about discovering what really matters to you because that will be your north that will be the theme of your life that's the most important oh, thank, you. thank you so much for that sharing your wisdom today so again, Denny's website link and the link to her free ebook will be just below this video. Thank you so much for joining us in Wise Women Wednesdays, and we'll see you again next week. Bye for now. Bye.